0: Welcome to the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast with your host, Cody Jansen. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Cody Jansen, and welcome to episode 28 of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast presented by CST Tires. We're getting back in the swing of things with a typical schedule. Muddy Creek Raceway hosted round three for the pros last weekend, round two for the amateurs, and man, there was some great racing that went down. We'll talk all about that tonight, including being joined by AMA ATV Pro Class rookies Logan Stanfield and Brogan Geyer to talk all things racing and more. Super excited, should be another great show, but before we dig too deep, let's thank all the incredible sponsors that make this show possible. Thanks to our title sponsor, CST Tires, csttires.com. The Pulse MXR tire is the best tire on the market no matter what the terrain. Join the CST takeover today or prepare to be beat by someone who did. CST Tires, where passion meets the ground. Thank you to Motorsports Powerhouse and show sponsor, Yamaha, we are proud to be partnered with the winningest manufacturer of the past decade in ATV motocross and the number one OEM supporter of ATV racing. The Digging Deep ATV MX podcast is Team Blue Crew, thank you Yamaha. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Thanks to another member of racing royalty and longtime sponsor of my personal racing efforts, Valvoline. For over 150 years, Valvoline has been dedicated to innovating and improving your riding and driving experience. The world's oldest oil company still leads the charge with unrivaled products and lubricants. Thanks to Team Valvoline for coming on board. Thank you to SSI Decals. SSI Decals is the decal choice of champions everywhere and is synonymous with the best decals and graphics kits on the market. Their track record speaks for itself. Champions choose SSI decals for unmatched look and quality. Thanks to those guys. Check them out today at SSIDecals.com. It's an absolute honor to be partnered with Wienan Motorsports. We all know him as one of the toughest competitors ATV motocross has ever seen, and Chad Wienan has built quite the business within the industry as well. The same products he handpicked to help him win six AMA ATV Pro National Championships are available to you through Wienan Motorsports. Simply put, he sells what he races. So head over to wienanmotorsports.com to see everything they have to offer and use promo code DIGDEAP to save at checkout. Thanks to Chad Wienan and Wienan Motorsports for further legitimizing everything we're doing here at Digging Deep. It's an absolute honor. Thank you to DID Racing Chain and their 520 ATV2 X-Ring chain. Team USA, Joel Hetrick, and myself trusted DID's unrivaled chain quality all the way to championship victory this past season. Wherever you go, go with DID. We are proud to be partnered with Gripped Gloves. Gripped is an ATV rider owned and operated brand with the rider in mind and keeping costs affordable the goal. This Michigan-based family operation is here to push stereotypes and limitations while recognizing riders' desire to showcase their identity with eccentric colorways and crazy patterns. Gript is driven to produce a glove with cool colors and designs that won't break the bank. Get a grip on life. Check them out at griptgloves.com. That's G-R-I-P-T-Gloves.com and use discount code DIGGINGDEEP10 to save. Thanks to the Decker Training Facility. The Decker Training Facility at County Line MX is now Open, this premier motocross training compound, is located in beautiful Fountain, Florida, a short 40-minute drive from Panama City Beach. Their rapidly growing facility consists of a pro-level national track, amateur and youth tracks, woods loop, and mountain bike trails. Everything you need to train comfortably all winter long is available on site, including private cabins, a full gym, RV hookups, bathhouses, garage, dump station, wash bays, and more. With accommodations for riders across the country and around the world, the Decker Training Facility will help you become the best rider you can be. Sign up for a group training session or a private lesson with nationally ranked pros. Train tougher, smarter, and harder this offseason at one of Florida's most luxurious facilities. For more information, go to DeckertrainingFacility.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Decker Training Facility, your elite training experience.
1: Thank you, Namira Technologies. Namira, pistons with an attitude. Namira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side market since 2001 with their wide array of pistons, rings, gaskets, and industry-leading top-end repair kits. To purchase, visit your local dealer or online at namira.com. That's N-A-M-U-R-A dot com. Also, a big thanks to Bronco ATV and UTV components. Bronco has been the industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years, whether it's electrical components, Engine internals like rods and cylinders, suspension parts or bearing kits, Bronco is your hard part source when it comes to whatever you need for whatever you ride. BroncoATV.com Thanks to 4Works Carbon for the continued support. Known for their hoods, seat covers, array of carbon parts, and so much more, 4Works is your one-stop shop to give your ATV a new and improved look with increased function this year. Head over to the social media pages or website today, thanks to 4Works Carbon. Thanks to DP Brakes, the unquestioned leader in motorsports and power sports braking. DP is the brand responsible for allowing Joel Hedrick, your host Cody Jansen, and so many more others to outbreak the competition every time they hit the racetrack. It's never too late to join the team, so act fast. www.dp-brakes.com. Thank you to Mountaineer Brand. If you know me, you know I love my what
0: the? Hey, that's my line. If you know me, you know I love my beard. That's why I treat it right with Mountaineer Brands all-natural washes, oils, balms, and more. Use discount code Cody's Fave in all caps. That's C O D Y S F A V Cody's Fave in all caps at MountaineerBrand.com. We're thankful for our partnership with Factory 43. Since 2007, this racer-owned company has been striving to offer a quality product that installs easy, looks good, and holds up over time, producing bumpers grab bars, nerf bars, and other accessories. For 2020, Factory 43 is the aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing Honda team, providing riders like Joel Hetrick, Jeffrey Rostrelli, Chris Boric, and Grayson Eller with their motocross and cross country versions of Evo, Nerf bars, and MX style front bumpers. Head over to factory43atv.com to see their full line of products, thanks to Factory 43. We are proud to be partnered with Bikes, Trikes, and Quads, LLC. Bikes, Trikes, and Quads LLC was started by former racers selling three-wheeler parts out of a barn in upstate New York. Now, 10 years later, BTQ LLC has over 40,000 new and used parts in stock, but they haven't forgotten their roots, still offering used OEM parts for three-wheelers, dirt bikes, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Parts are in stock and ready to ship with guaranteed delivery within three days, including free shipping on orders of over $50. Use discount code ATVMX at www btqllc.com for $10 off of orders $50 or more. We're grateful to have Bike Strikes and Quads LLC digging deep with us. Support our industry's small businesses and thank you BTQ LLC. We are proud of our partnership with Roman Health. On average, Americans are forced to wait 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform to connect you with a licensed doctor in your state from the comfort of your own home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy will ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping plus there's no commitments and you can cancel any time with roman so if you're struggling with ed go to getromancom digging for your free online visit and free two-day shipping that's getromancom digging for your free online visit and free two-day shipping thanks as always to evans waterless power sports coolant upgrade to evans now to avoid overheating and boil over next time you hit the track when conditions are at their worst evans is at its best Use discount code DIGGINGDEEP20 to save at checkout, evanscoolant.com. Thanks to Blender's Eyewear, whose life in forward motion brand is the perfect fit to partner with our podcast. You won't find better shades for a more attractive price anywhere else. Use discount code DIGGINGDEEP20 to save on the trendiest shades in the market, blenderseyewear.com.
2: Thanks to Avocado Green Mattresses, the Avocado Mattress offers zoned back support with an internal support unit meaning whether you are recovering from a hard day of riding or relaxing on a Sunday morning, you are experiencing next-level comfort. With a 100-night sleep trial, free shipping and return pickups, and a 25-year warranty, getting your Avocado Green Mattress could not be any easier. Step up your sleep game by visiting avocadomattress.com.
0: From our new partners to our original sponsors, thanks for supporting the number one podcast in ATV racing and making this dream a reality for both us And our listeners, we pride ourselves in partnering with only the best brands inside and outside of the industry so better your riding experience and your lifestyle by supporting the sponsors who support us. And if you enjoy the show, the best thing you can do is support our partners. If you're interested in becoming a partner of the show, shoot me a message or email today for more details. We are running a discounted partnership rate to assist small businesses, so message or email us today to keep your brand relevant. Once again, thanks to all of our sponsors. All right, guys, let's kick this thing off with some conversation about what happened at Muddy Creek before Logan and Brogan join us here. Some of you have said our coverage here has been the best way for you to follow the racing, and that makes us super proud. So we're going to try to bring you a little bit of that each and every week. Crazy racing. Emotions ran high down there in Tennessee. So let's get into it. Moto One was unreal. It was shaping up to be a barn burner with Thomas Brown leading early, followed by Chad Wienan and Joel Hatrick in third. The muddy conditions from overnight rain made things pretty one-line, so you had to be aggressive. Joel and Chad had a run-in, and I just missed it, so I can't speak on how aggressive it was. But Chad ended up flipping, and it seemed like that was the start of all the emotions that kind of came from the weekend, at least between those two. So Thomas leads the thing wire-to-wire, but gave up the lead and the moto win to Joel Hedrick on the last lap there in moto one. Joel would win the second moto going away, so 1-1 for Joel, and he stretches his points lead. Chad Weenan, he goes 3-2 for second overall. He's going to look to get back to his winning ways at his home track this upcoming weekend at Sunset Ridge. Thomas Brown, heartbreaker, man. Not only did he miss out on that moto one win, um, but that last lap was a demon for him at Muddy Creek because he had a mechanical failure on the final lap of moto two. Um on paper it was a 215 day for 7th overall for him but it was truly so much more than that for Thomas. One lap short of winning Moto 1, Moto 2, he was going to finish clear third and uh so obviously bummed for him but uh he's won at Sunset Ridge before. I think it was 2014 when he won there. So he'll look to make that happen again. Um so, like we said, Joel Hattrick went 1-1. Chad Weenan goes second overall. Third place, third place on the podium, but there wasn't a real podium because we're still social social distancing. But Brandon Hogue, second career podium for him. He went 4-3 on the day for third overall. Congrats to Brandon. He uh, he killed it, and he was clearly the, the fourth best guy on the day, and he was where he needed to be to make the the podium happen. So um, he's kind of distanced himself from, you know, maybe he's not with that podium group right now, but or the top three, I should say. But he's distanced himself from the kind of the rest of the pack. So good for Brandon. He's been uh, riding his tail off and, and to get a podium here, his second career won basically at the start of his second season in the Pro Class is really impressive. Alan Myers came away with fourth overall in the day. It was a quiet day for him, uh, seven six, but uh, fourth overall. There's no arguing that. He's been. Probably the breakout. I mean, he's the the most improved pro so far this season. I would say for sure. And uh, man, great job for Allen Myers with the fourth overall there. Nick Janusa, he was fifth overall. He's that that top five lock, like we talked about when he was on the last episode. Um, six seven, he turned that into a, into a fifth overall. So good for Nick Janusa. He's like like we talked about, joked about in the past. He's always a lock for that top five overall spot. Bryce Ford, um, first of all, great interview. He was a killer interview on our last episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I'm sure you all have, but if you haven't go check that out. Cause I came away from that being a even bigger Bryce Ford fan In moto one, he got a decent start, had a uh, get together with another rider and he was dead last, um, in that moto. So, Kind of with my other media dealings, other media jobs that I do, um, was talking to the Ford Brothers team and and he Bryce after some rookie mistakes, some tangles with some riders, some, you know, just other rookie mistakes, all kinds of craziness in that first moto. Like I said, he started last. They said he made over 20 passes in that moto, just back and forth. Problem was that most of those passes were with the same riders just over and over and over again. So came away with 11th in the first moto, but uh, man, he put on a ride in the second moto, fourth in the second moto for him, same thing he did at Daytona. So that 11-4 um, was good enough for sixth overall on the day for Bryce, and uh, good for him. He's now, like he announced on our on our last episode, he's working with Dom from the program, and uh, I think you're going to see his fitness get stronger and his mental game is is there. And he was second fastest in qualifying, so uh, yeah, watch out because Bryce is going to keep getting uh, getting better and better. So that's going to be really exciting to watch. Like I said, uh, we talked about Thomas. He ended up seventh overall. 215 on the day but man it was so much better thomas's riding has been uh phenomenal so um he's gonna try to fix that at um at sunset ridge that's for sure wesley wolf had a really good first moto he ended up eighth overall had a really good first moto with a fifth but something happened at the start of the second moto he had to come from way back he got up to 10th that 510 was uh was good enough for eighth overall Jeffrey Rastrelli man he just can't get rid of that black cloud we talked about it uh, the last race and here he is ninth overall and um, had a problem in the first moto, had to come from way back, and yeah, he got that 12th in the in the first moto. Got a, rebounded for a fifth in the second moto, but ninth overall. Not what Jeffrey's looking for, and uh, he's gonna get back to his, you know, his uh, his podium ways. I think it's just maybe as soon as the first one happens, then he's gonna get on a roll. But man, this class is so fast. But Jeffrey's better than than ninth, and uh, he's doesn't want to even be in fifth like he was in the second moto there. So. He's He's gonna bet on himself every time, and we'll see what Jeffrey, what Jeffrey has. He's we're going to a kind of a more sandier track at Sunset Ridge, and that's more his style. So, um, tenth was Troy Hill, first career top ten in the Pro class, 10-9 for tenth overall. Congrats to Troy, um, man! Super happy for him, and and he looked good this weekend. So, uh, very very good job there with his first podium of, uh, or sorry, first top ten of of his career. Wes Lewis was 11th overall. Um, He said his goal was to be top 10 every race, and he had that on lock. He got an eighth in the first moto, but on the last lap of the second moto, the bike started going away. He was running ninth, was on lock for that uh, another top 10 spot, and... um, I think he limped at home but he went from ninth to 14th on the last lap and uh yeah real shame but his riding has been clearly in the top 10. He's another guy that's been very very impressive, probably in the running for um you know maybe maybe the next guy in line for most improved pro. So West just gets better every year. He's a grinder and uh yeah good for him. Logan Stanfield, um we're not going to get into him too much because he's coming up but uh 168 he had. He's been 10th in the first two races, he's 10th in points coming in and still is now, but uh, man, he put on a ride in the first moto was top five for a while was, uh, for the first half of the moto really was running six till late in the moto before, uh, an issue happened. And then the second moto he got, uh, He got his best moto finish of the year. So um, we'll hear much more about that coming up, I'm sure. 13th was Hayden Mickelson. Um, He, the eldest Mickelson brother, went 13-12 for 13th overall. Cody Ford he had a breakout ride in the first moto kind of battling with his brother and stuff um, he finished ninth in the first moto which was really good for Cody he's been battling some injuries and and stuff we know that and uh, he got back to kind of what we more expect of him I mean he's my he was my prediction coming in as most improved pro so um, gonna keep getting better for Cody I think he showed that uh, he's definitely making some progress but in the second moto got in a tangle in the first corner with a with a good start and uh the man they said is he had a bloody nose. He had a helmet full of, helmet full of dirt and all kinds of things. And uh, man, he still was out there making all the laps. So credit to credit to Cody. He's a warrior. We know that. Fourteenth overall in the day, um, but uh, looking like he's turning a corner. So um, definitely made some made some improvements. And we'll see what happens at uh, at Sunset Ridge coming up. Fifteenth overall was Noah Mickelson. I don't know if they're having problems. I don't know if he's having bike problems. He was 15-11, but Noah's so naturally talented. I've seen it so much firsthand um, that he, that's not his capability because we saw it at the final round when he made his you know actual pro race debut last year at Indiana, and uh, he's a lot better than that. So he's going to be up in the mix as soon as they figure out whatever they're dealing with right now. In 16th um, was Brogan Geyer. 14, 13 for 16th. Um, We also have him coming up on the show. I know he battled bike problems all weekend that they just couldn't uh, get a handle on. So um, we'll talk to him a little bit. And uh, yeah, here's some more about the weekend. Here's some more about the season so far and just what it's like racing uh, these pro class guys. Um, So that's the kind of full rundown of the pro class. We know that and I'd said it a bunch on, on my social media channels that emotions ran high on Saturday at, uh, at Muddy Creek. And then that bled over into the pro stock class on Sunday, Chad Weenan got the win. Thomas Brown was second and Joel was third, but, This time, Chad got by Joel opposite of what happened on Saturday, and I don't know how exactly it went down. It it happened in a blind spot of the track for me, but they were jawing at each other after the moto. Then you could physically see them squash it, squash whatever beef was going on, whatever discussion was going on it looked like they you know gave gave you know knuckles to each other and i can confirm that they were both totally cool on the line for moto 2 so the two champions of the series looked more professional than ever before credit to those guys make no mistake i mean it was heated for a while but they put it to bed i mean just two guys two crazy competitors obviously the the cream of the crop in our sport but uh i mean just class acts great um great figureheads great Just great representation of what this whole sport is about, so credit to those guys. Other notables, Max Lindquist won Pro-Am again, back-to-back. Pro-Am victories to start his big bike career, which is amazing. I thought he was uh, awesome on the last episode. So, again, if you didn't check out that last episode, listen to to Max uh, there after his first Pro-Am win. He did it again this weekend. And Zach Decker wins uh, Pro Mod again as well. So, hoping to get him on the show soon. Um, We're going to make that happen. Killer Racing, I think we can expect more of that at Sunset Ridge coming up this weekend. But, uh, yeah, let's welcome these guys to the show, shall we? And now we're proud to welcome to the show, brought to you by the Decker Training Facility and D.I.D. Racing Chain, two AMA ATV Pro Class rookies. Say hello to Peru, Indiana's Logan Stanfield. What's going on, pal? Going good. We're out here in Peru.
3: Um, The weather's great. Uh, We've been getting some riding in
0: and getting ready for sunset. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us. And also, hailing from Peru, Indiana, it's the number three of Brogan Geyer. Thanks for coming on.
4: Hey thanks for having me uh been kind of playing this for a bit so it's good to finally get on
0: Yeah awesome to to have you both I know uh with both of you it's something where you both uh you know, wanted to get get on and get back on. I mean, Logan, we had you on the show when we first started the podcast last year. Really enjoyed that conversation and uh, wanting to get you back on for a while now. And um, especially now that you're in the pro class and have been for a little bit, it should make for a good conversation. And Brogan as well, now as a pro, you've been wanting and wanting and willing to come on for a while now. So um, yeah, like excited to get you both on. And and I wanted to get you on together because there's so many similarities between you two. So I thought... Uh, it would be fun to do this together. And and I guess, I mean, to kick this thing off right from the beginning, I mentioned Peru, Indiana, but um, you know, there's like 20 ATV motocross pro athletes. Right. And uh, so for both of you to come from the same town of Peru, Indiana, I would assume you guys will always be linked together. Um, So like I look up Peru, Indiana, right. And I was thinking, you know, there must be like what's in the water down there, what's going on, something's, something's looking fishy. And uh, first thing that comes up is known as the circus capital of the world. Um, can you, either of you confirm this or, uh, or, or fill me in on what the circus capital of the world means?
4: So uh, basically, the, I think it was the Wallace brothers, I believe, who got kind of in with the Ringling brothers like way back in the day. And they had like a winter headquarters here. So we had all the elephants, tigers, I mean, all the exotic animals they brought here to Peru. And then um, we have our own like amateur circus. So it's actually kids from our town that do the whole circus every summer. So it's, it's different, but uh, it's definitely a cool thing if you're from outside of, outside of the town.
0: And for you guys, it's just normal.
3: (laughs) Yep. Um, it's like a normal thing, um so many of our friends ran it. We never uh did it. We were always gone racing um so that kind of that's kind of what our plans were, but we know like a lot of people that do the circus and they still do shows and they do performances in the building there and It's pretty neat to go see them you know doing that stuff you see in the movies
0: okay okay so so you guys never got into the whole circus thing, but uh I mean racing can be a circus in itself right like uh I mean there's tons of things I want to cover during this interview but um like the craziness of the middle of the pro class like can be just as bizarre as a circus I feel like so um and Muddy Creek was like next level I feel like for that I feel like it was pretty crazy so um I mean Logan we'll start with you um you've been like really solid so far this season 10 10 12 through three races, but that 12 was a 16, eight and that 16, I mean, you were running sixth late in the moto when you had that get off and kind of, it kind of cost you that, uh, that sixth place, turning the sixth into a 16th. So um, take us through your season so far, um, because you got to be pretty happy sitting 10th in points.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped on it. Um, I'm in a good spot for the season. We've been working super hard. We were working super hard and with the COVID uh, coming coming through it kind of like gave me like negative like feelings and emotions about racing not like just because I was like working for nothing at that point and it was tough um and I feel like I wasn't as ready as I could be for Georgia I think the heat got everybody uh well Daytona can't forget about Daytona it was so long ago um I got a solid race there I don't think really anybody that's not anybody's favorite track. Uh, it's right. pretty tight, one line. Um, and then we came into Georgia. I uh, got a good start, and the heat was brutal. Uh, the track was brutal, so we worked on some conditioning and corner speed and just little things. And got to uh, Muddy Creek, and I pulled a good start, and I was holding that sixth really well, and I made a rookie mistake and just piled it into a corner and went end over end and. That was mode one, and and I, you said I got eighth, correct?
0: Eighth, yep, In second mode Yeah,
3: yep. I mean, I got a good start, and I was just – I was sore. I was hurting. I was a okay. little timid. So, it took me a minute to get back up to my pace, and then by the time I was there the, – I mean, everybody's there. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the class is so fast right now. And and yeah, like coming off what happens in the first moto, you rebound for eighth and that's your, your best moto as a pro so far. So um, credit to you for that. And it, I mean, obviously like step-by-step, step, it just seems like you're getting, you know, getting better, but I mean, that part of the class, I mean, the class as a whole, but that middle part of the pro class is just so competitive. And it's like, there's so many fast guys in the running. It's uh you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. So to be, to be top 10 and, and kind of hitting your stride already and just learning as you go, like um, I mean, you're, you're setting yourself up to just uh, keep getting better.
3: Yeah. I think, I mean, running with those guys, I learned something new every lap, you know, we just do, we switch up lines so much and try to make moves so fast. It's like an experience every lap and you just keep learning and you have to take all this in and just, I think that's what's like making me, come up further i'm just watching these guys and right. i watch film um i just like i just enjoy doing that
0: so. yeah it's, it's cool it's cool especially i mean all of us like are fans of the sport so um and we can get into that like it's a whole nother hurdle too like you're racing guys that have been your heroes probably your whole life so for both of you i think that that's uh i mean that's obviously something that you it's like a hurdle you have to get over, but it's funny because uh, Travis Moore uh, from Team 969, we'll talk about him a little more later, but he had told me, he's like, yeah, I was, you know, wanting to have Logan push it. I was wanting to, you know, to, to basically telling you to ride hard enough that you make a mistake, blow a corner, spin out, whatever. And he's like, yeah, but I wanted him to do that in practice or in time qualifying not the race. So I thought that that uh, was kind of funny because it was like Travis was also making light of the situation. He was, he was, uh, he just knows like these are the things that happen to a person as a rookie.
3: Yeah. Um, he went through it already with the rookie with Alan. Yep. So I think that that helps. Um, he just keeps me help. He helps me build structure for myself and uh, motivates me. And that stuff kind of motivates me when like when we practice out at uh, the parishes, I don't know how many times we would be out there spinning out and just trying new stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what you what you got to do. And and Brogan, we'll move on to you a little bit. I mean, so you're 14th in points. I know that obviously isn't where, where you want to be. You've been uh, 11, 14, 16 thus far, but it's a long season ahead. Take me through your season so far because I know you've been – uh, battling some stuff like with the with the bike and and stuff like that, right?
4: Yeah, we uh we had a good start at Daytona. I felt like um the starts were there both motos. Actually, the starts all year have been good. Uh Daytona was good. I made a rookie mistake, second lap and jumped off the track and went okay. from six all the way to like 13th in one lap. Okay. So it's it's hard playing catch up once you get once you get behind now because we're uh, like Logan <laughs> said, we're all so close.
0: Yeah, for sure.
4: But uh, Georgia, definitely. The heat, the heat was a good one. And then the break, obviously. We yep. were in Texas for almost two months, I think. So we all kind of got a little crazy there. Uh, and then it was kind of like starting all over again. And along with it being the first outdoor race, I feel like, that yep. put a big, uh, big toss in things. But um, Muddy Creek was a, was a battle we ended up figuring out. Tim found out later that week, uh, I had a bad internal carburetor part that we, uh, we trained almost everything on the bike, uh, Saturday there at Muddy Creek. But it had uh,
0: like a bobble in it, didn't it? I, I swore I could hear
4: yeah. it. Um, on the low side of the RPM, it was, it was cutting out and yeah. kind of backfiring. But yep. we had a good time in qualifying. I think qualifier one, we were 10 maybe. I think we okay. sat eight for a while. Yep. But, uh, even with the bike running like that, I had, I felt good. And then motos came around and it just, it, uh, we had the starts again. I think we came out. (laughs) Man, not having, not having the quad running perfect. It's hard to keep up in that class. And that really got to it. And towards the end, it was just kind of, you know, recovery mode, just finish, get what points, what we could, and, uh, you know, just head on to muddy or head to sunset and just try to, recover what we can the rest of the year
0: for sure yeah i mean that class is so damn tough that you if you have things working against you it'll uh it'll bear your efforts real quick um so how has the the pro class compared to what you anticipated it would be like like is it is it harder is it just as you expected i mean i mean where do you where do you fall on this program
4: uh I've rode with Joel and Jeffrey since probably I was 12 years old. Granted, yep. up to the last few years, it hasn't been the pace. Sure. But I kind of had an idea, but actually getting on the gate with everybody and having all—I think the lowest number we've had this year is what 16, 16,
0: 17, 17 right? something like that. Yeah.
4: So all 17 at once—it uh, you can't really recreate it, honestly. <laughs>
0: No, so so like for the listener that has never been in your shoes, when you go to the line in, and, and I mean in the 250 classes or A class or whatever, like you go to the line knowing like when your guys are at your level, your talent level, when you're coming up, you know that there's not that many guys that can that can go your speed, right? So you're not worried about a lot of the guys on the gate. And now you get to the line in the pro class and it's like there's no dudes that are that are like easy pickings.
4: No, I mean, two fifties and a, class, all the way up to a class, it was, you know, we're going to go for a podium this race. Exactly. Now it's almost, I could be anywhere from fifth to 15th. So, right.
0: Yeah. It's in, and, and I've told people this before, but it's like, man, you could have the ride of your life. Like Logan, if you would have pulled off that sixth and that moto, like you're going to be psyched, like sixth with the guys that were going to be ahead of you. Like that's crazy good. So, in your mind, like, that's – especially as a rookie, like, that's a win, you know, like, for you. And yet, it's like nobody knows that it happened. So, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I think that's
3: kind of what kept me going. I was – I didn't really know what spot I was in. I knew I was somewhere between fifth and, like, eighth somewhere. Yeah. So, when Travis Travis put the sixth out, I was like, wow, like, this is crazy. And I felt like – I felt so good and I was – confident in myself and I feel like I was just hitting my lines really good. And then a boom, I just hit the dirt and I was like, wow, I just just threw a sixth away. Like my best race of my career and I threw it away.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well so go ahead.
3: I was upset. I was upset.
0: Oh yeah for sure. So how has the uh I'll turn that same question over to you. How has the the Pro class racing racing guys that you've always looked up to um has it been what you expected? way different than you expected? kind of kind of tell me how you've felt about it so far? Logan.
3: Oh, um, yeah, I think it has been um, very intense. Um, I didn't think I mean, obviously, I knew the pace was insane. i, I same as broken. I wrote with the Joel forever, and uh, when I was training for a class, I spent a lot of time. Uh, watching him and Florida just watching him ride and it was just insane. Sure. And when you get in there it's just everybody's going. Yeah. You know, like guys. You always have guys in classes that I mean there's nothing wrong with it if they're timid. Um uh, but they back out in the corners and stuff and these guys these guys don't. No. Nobody does.
0: No just crazy. No you can't uh you can't push any of those guys around for sure. It um, feels like
3: the first Five laps is just madness
0: it is so i like i've you guys have probably heard me say it before if you listen to any of these but it's like a pack of bees because if you make one tiny mistake like there's guys ahead of you on the side of you right behind you like it's it's crazy so um yeah yeah, it's unreal and i don't like i don't know why it seemed like everything was so crazy at Muddy Creek. I don't know if it was like the track was pretty one-lined. It was pretty tough to pass, but like emotions were high. It seemed like all weekend long and with some certain riders and and with the stuff that was going on. And uh, so I missed the lead up to this, but Brogan, I know you and, and fellow rookie Bryce Ford had a run-in in the first moto there where you guys like got tangled up and then you were both like sitting there for a second. Like it was almost like, I don't know if one of you was turned almost backwards. So it was like you guys were face to face almost like staring at each other for a moment. And it seemed like like it it was like an eternity. I was like right in that corner watching, um, but I didn't see what happened leading up to it. So I don't want you to have to like blow anybody out or anything like that. But uh, can you tell us what happened there?
4: So I think it was like lap two or three and we're all still bunched up all the craziness. And Bryce had snuck to the inside of me and pushed me wide. Which I would have done the exact same thing. So and we ended up crossing back again towards with like the two lap board.
0: I knew it was late in the moto, yeah.
4: It was super late and he had got that inside on me again because coming up that last once I landed the double coming up to the triple, my bike just almost fell on its face and died. Okay. So he had that inside and I was like, Well, I'm not gonna push, you know, get pushed wide again. I was like, I've been here already. Okay. So I kind of like started apexing to cut back under, and he kind of almost stopped. He kind of anticipated I was going to cut back under also. And I was full committed slide, and we just hit and we both spun. And he <laughs> spun, and we were like straight eye contact. And we kind of looked, and then my bike died because oh. I could barely keep the thing idling, like on the feet. I had kind of high rev it so it wouldn't die. Right, yep. And it just died, and he kind of – we stared at each other for a second, and then he took off, and I was started kicking. And I was like, man, two laps to go. And about – I think Jeffrey got by and uh, both Nicholson's, and I was like, man, I just lost three spots. So it's – it was a quick, like, 10, 15-second deal, but I ended up going back four spots almost.
0: Yeah, that stinks. Uh, It seemed like so long that you guys were sitting there, though. It was crazy.
4: Yeah, we uh, we both kind of like had that, you know, just the look. We were like, really? Here uh-huh. we are. Right, and yeah. We both were like, oh, we got to go.
0: Yeah, I so, mean, yeah, interesting.
4: I don't like getting together. I never do. Because right. Because it's a 50-50 split, whether you're going to come out of it on top or bottom.
0: Of course, yep.
4: Of bottom there. So, we'll see. Next race, hopefully a little wider track.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, typically it's got, it's got some more lines at, at uh, Sunset Ridge for sure. So like I said, interesting. I wanted to get your take there. Um, great racing. It was a spectacle for sure. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about this, uh, this a little bit because, as I said, you both come from the same town. It's like 12,000 people, I think, uh, there in, in central Indiana. North central Indiana is where Peru is. And uh, having some connections to the area, I know you guys grew up together um so do you guys have any like stories of battling as younger kids or, or anything like that I guess whoever wants to chime in and kick this thing off I assume you guys got to have some stories
3: <laughs> oh, oh yeah there's a lot of stories um I think a good one is back in uh our super many days uh Brogan got injured and it was like his first race back and we were at Redbud, I think it was 2015. And he just, I mean, he just broke his arm that year at Unadilla. Um, pretty sure he got screws and stuff in it. And we come back, first race back. We're going through the rollers, first lap. I get a little wild and I clip him, And it just it just tosses him, tosses him off the bike. He wrecks and, oh, like I could just, I knew he was so mad. First race back. Is this, was up.
0: this Redbud? Yep, it's on. Uh, rip it up. Phones. Yeah, has- okay.
3: Yeah, yep. Blue Phones has a video from it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I felt bad, but <laughs> it was just he got the bad in the stick, and I even it was like through the rollers. I didn't come over and try to hit him. It just took of off a, a wild. But
0: of course, that was- yeah, that. You hate when that happens to somebody that you're like is like an ally to you. So to do it to your buddy is a shame. But uh, yeah. nothing like nothing like kicking him when he's down to First race back, got a broken arm.
3: Yeah, I still and got to go eat dinner with him. Yeah,
4: <laughs> got got to ride home with him. I still give him crap to this day about it. But um, growing up, I mean, we ran the same ever since we started racing quads, really. And we rode them. I mean, we trail rode before we even raced together, but. Oh wow. We started the same fair races to the locals and then to nationals all the way up till now. So it's kind of crazy that you know I can say one of my best friends from home, we did the same thing growing up and now we're both pro. It's kind of crazy to look back.
0: Yeah, following the following the same path, both making it to the obviously the pro ranks. And uh and yeah, I mean Logan and I had actually talked about this earlier too, but there was a lot of really good fast guys and, and I guess whole crew, um, that came from like your area, kind of your age, there was a lot of you. So it was probably, I mean, that's there, there, all of you are probably a credit, uh, or, or deserve some credit for you two being there because it was like you had fast kids. You were always racing all the way up.
4: I think, uh, at one point there was six of us and I believe five of us won national titles all from okay. Peru. <laughs> That's so,
0: unreal.
4: It was kind of like, man, there's these six kids from Peru, and they're all like, we, I mean, at one point, one year, I think we all won a class and the youths, and it, everybody was like, where, like, where did you guys come from? Like, how are you all? Like, uh-huh. It was just crazy. We all had gotten so fast from racing each other at home. Yep. And then one year we were like, you know what? Let's go try a couple. And I think we were maybe there two years and we were all winning races. It was kind of like, oh, we should have done this sooner.
0: Right. It's crazy. I don't know if it would have been when you guys were on 250s or maybe like 150s or something like that, but I went to a a Reeds race down by you guys. And yeah, like the class you guys were racing was, it looked like a national because it was, the the class was so fast because all the fast national kids were were there. It was all you guys.
3: Yeah, we used to, we would come on the weekends and we would have a full gate at a local race of Mini quads, not yeah like four fifties or anything. I mean sometimes four fifties, but we had just so many people coming to race quads, it was insane. Like and now you go to the track, you go to local track and there's probably like three, three at the max, four maybe, but it's crazy how the times changed and how we've seen it all happen and go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Times have changed for sure. But uh, yeah, you got those, got those memories. And like I said, I mean, with all those good kids uh, that you raced all the way up, I mean, that's what helped push you guys to be where you are at now. So that's, uh, that's really cool. And you guys have more in common than than just that and just coming from the same area because Logan you obviously ride for Travis Moore's team 969 we talked about that a little bit but he's been dabbling in your program too a little bit right Brogan that probably comes from from you guys both being at at parishes or whatever but I knew uh I mean Travis at least was playing some small role in 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 your program as well
4: yeah, uh, I've actually gone – I've been around Travis, I think, since 2016 when I was on the Can-Am, and, uh, you know, Logan was there, and he was like, "We'll just come down for, you know, in between a race. So I went, and uh, I think at that time I was B class, like seventh, eighth, and uh, I came out the very next two weeks at Unadilla, and I got third in college, B, and I was like, you know what, maybe – maybe this guy is somewhere to, you know, start start going to. And uh, over the course of years, I think we've ended up spending more and more time. And then this year uh, I was going down to parishes, and um, we kind of all got together. We're like, hey, you know, what about, you know, let's get tra- Jonathan wanted Travis and Logan there. So we all kind of got together and um, ended up spending almost six months, I think. We were all <laughs> together with, uh, we had a couple, the guys from the TR team there and uh it was really cool but yeah travis has been a big part last couple of years of um the a lot of the week stuff that you know in, in that, during the
0: week stuff week in, yeah. yeah yeah
4: week in week out uh travis and i are together a lot and uh logan and i we do a lot of workouts riding i mean we went and rode today travis got here today so oh awesome um, yeah we we do a lot together and. Uh, Charles has definitely helped me a lot, especially kind of getting in the pro class. You know, he, with that past experience, he kind of gave Logan a heads up coming in, what to expect.
0: Of course. I mean, he had um, nothing but good things to say about you a couple weeks ago when I talked about him. He had kind of told me you were flying at the, at the practice track kind of thing. So he just basically said it, you know, that uh, Brogan just needed to get a chance to do it at the races because uh, the speed is there.
4: Yeah, I mean, Travis, even you know, when Logan would leave, he didn't skip a beat, and uh, you know, him and I would do the same routine. Uh, he treats me just like he'd treat Logan, and
0: uh, that's cool,
4: definitely, definitely a cool guy to have around. Thankful for him, he's done a lot for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. And Logan, uh, I said this, um, I said this before the season even started on some of our on our shows, but, uh, I predicted that you'd have a, a super similar season to what Allen had last year in his rookie season. Um, also riding for nine, six, nine at the time he started last year, six, six twelve, So pretty similar. And ironically, um, you know, you were in sixth, uh, this past weekend in that, that first moto, uh, you know, before the crash. So, um, talk about Travis's program and, and, uh, because like I said, doing the eye test, you look very similar to, to Alan last year. Like if you take the numbers off and everything else, like you guys, similar riding style, similar kind of spot in the class. So I think, uh, I mean, and Alan's doing, doing really well himself. So to be on that progression is a really good thing for you too.
3: Yeah. Um, we've been with Travis since, uh, the end of 2015 me and Alan were both on there uh it was Alan first and then I just kind of started hanging out with him and he became one of our good friends and kind of how Brogan got into it the same way I did is just he was like hey come down and we we stuck with it um he made us he made us both great racers all three of us he helps us so much um I mean we he does our workouts um he works out with this. I think that's like the, the thing that really like makes a difference in some things. He pushes us and we, we race all the time, every yep. hill, you know, you got to have a winner.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh,
3: but, but I think it makes a, a huge difference when you are in it with them. You know what I mean?
0: For sure. I think, uh, Travis cares so much too. just to have a guy that that's that's that passionate on your side Um, to have a guy like that in your corner like you two do I think that's uh that's something that's invaluable because it's like that dude would not only take the shirt off his back but he's going to take a bullet for you and uh I mean that's that's a, the kind of guy you want on your side for sure
3: yeah it's like we're like family now we've been together so long I mean I've lived with him for forever now it seems like um yeah i mean we do everything in the world for him and he does the everything in the world back for us and it's it just like really clicks with us so um it's great to have him and he just does a lot for us yeah. honestly
0: yeah he's the he's the man <laughs> i uh yeah, it's awesome to hear. And, and like I said, that's the, the kind of guy that you want on your side, definitely. We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors. And thank you for listening to these ads. Without these great companies, none of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. Before digging deep was even a reality, back when it was just an idea, CST Tires already believed in us, which is fitting because no one believes in their tires more than I do. Our title sponsor, CSD Tires, and their pulse MXR Tires continue to hook every rider strong enough and willing to grab a handful of throttle after mounting them on their ride. Used by Thomas Brown to win races and clinch a third straight Quad Cross of Nations title... Nick Janusa when he grabbed his first career pro class podium, and myself, Cody Jansen, as I rode my Pulse MXR Fronts and White Label Soft Compound Rears to a 2019 National Championship in the Junior 25 Plus Class. The Pulse MXR tire, available in soft and standard compounds, offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. Visit csttires.com to join the CST Takeover today, or prepare to be beat by someone who did. CST Tires, where passion meets the ground.
2: Anybody that I've gotten to try them, I've heard nothing but positive things back.
0: We're proud to be Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. Why choose Yamaha? Look no further than Chad Wienan's six championships in the past eight seasons aboard his Yamaha YFZ 450R. Not to mention Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing and their support of this podcast proves it. For the 2020 ATV MX season, Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program will offer payout and prize opportunities, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more information, head to YamahaOutdoors.com and follow them on social media at Yamaha Outdoors today. All hail Blue Crew, the number one OEM supporter of ATV racing. For over 150 years, Valvoline has led the charge by being dedicated to constant improvement and innovation across all disciplines of racing. Valvoline has sponsored some of the greatest names in motorsports, and for the better part of a decade, I've been fortunate enough to be part of the historically great Team Valvoline. From my commuting vehicles to small engines, race quads, and everything in between, I trust nothing but Valvoline in all of my equipment. I've experienced increased function and durability as well as a longer life expectancy thanks to Valvoline's array of products and lubricants. Since 1866, Valvoline has been focused on bettering your experience, whether on road, on track, and everywhere in between. Upgrade to Valvoline today and check them out at Valvoline.com. SSI Decals is a name synonymous with ATV racing, synonymous with big time success, and absolutely synonymous with the best looking decals around. An offshoot of their parent company that was established in 1947, SSI first took shape from owner Ian Harris's passion for ATVs. With what started as just making numbers and decals for riders like Chad Wienan, the company quickly took off, and today you couldn't imagine ATV motocross without SSI decals. The graphics maker and designer now supports all the top teams in ATV motocross, as well as teams and riders racing GNCC, Work Series, Pro Motocross and Supercross, Canadian Pro Motocross, Short Course Off-Road Trucks, UTVs, Snowcross, and, oh yeah, six-time NHRA World Champion, Clay Milliken. No project is too big or too small for SSI decals, making your identity stick with championship-level graphics. Head over to SSIDecals.com today and then maybe call the doctor because things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATV MX podcast is brought to you in part by DID Racing Chain and their 520 ATV2 chain. This patented X-ring chain boasts a steel alloy construction for reduced weight, increased strength, and a longer overall chain life, making it the optimal ATV racing chain. Pick up an ATV2 chain today at your local dealer or wherever DID chains are sold. Don't forget about their motocross, off-road, and street bike chains as well. Wherever you go, go with DID. Hello
5: listeners, this is Chad Wienin, six-time AMA ATV Pro National Champion. An owner of Weenan Motorsports and proud partner of Digging Deep, ATVMX Podcast. The two of us share a strong passion for ATVMX. Owning my own team gives us the ability to handpick the best products on the market for our racing program. With consistent testing, research, and development, we are confident that when choosing the products we believe in, our customers will be satisfied in building their own race program as well. We race what we sell. With brands like Fox Shocks, Walsh Racecraft, SSI Decals, Rath Racing, and Hinson Racing, just to mention a few, go to check out WienandMotorsports.com to see the full lineup. Enter discount promo code DIGDEEP at checkout. Enough talking already. Get out and get some fresh air and go ride. Hope to see you at the track soon.
1: We are proud to be partnered with Numira Technologies. Since 2001, Numira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side market, covering more applications than anyone else in the industry. Numira's advanced piston technology uses a NASA-exclusive aluminum alloy that helps to reduce expansion rates that allows for tighter tolerances and leads to higher overall engine performance for your machine. For more information about Numira's wide offerings of pistons, rings, gaskets, and industry-leading top-end repair kits, visit your local dealer or online at www.numira.com. Numira Technologies, Pistons with an Attitude. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV Components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years, with a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals like rods and cylinders, all the way down to suspension parts and bearing kits. Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world, visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. The Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast is also sponsored by DP Brakes, a longtime supporter of ATV Racing and the world leader in centered brake technology. DP has been dominating the ATV world for decades by supporting the best four-wheeled racers on the planet. 2020 is no different, with an impressive lineup, including AMA ATV Pro Class Champion Joel Hetrick and Phoenix Racing Honda Team, Cody Jansen and his 2019 Junior 25 Plus National Championship, Baldwin Motorsports, Nick Januza. Wesley Wolf and much more in the ATV motocross. In GNCC Racing, DP has 16 of the top 17 pros heading into 2020. This includes the Champ Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Chris Borich, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, Adam McGill, and more. These riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer. Products that ultimately help place them on the top of the podium. Available at www.dp-brakes.com. Purchase at your local dealer or message us for the contact info today. What are you waiting for? Join the best ATV riders in the world on DP Brakes. 4Works Carbon's innovative, lightweight products include top-notch seat covers, carbon fiber, and plastic hoods, gas tank covers, exhaust shields, shot guards, and much more. Whether you have an ATV, UTV, or snowmobile, 4Works has the goodies that will improve your ride and make you salivate. We trust 4Works for increased function and a sexier look, and you should too. 4Works Carbon always working hard to bring high-quality and innovative parts to the market. Check them out today at fwcarbon.com.
0: We are proud to be partnered with Gripped Gloves. Gripped is an ATV rider-owned and operated brand with a rider in mind and the goal of keeping costs affordable. The Michigan-based family operation recognizes riders' desire to showcase their identity. Owner David Payne's love for eccentric colorways and crazy patterns shows in his product, something not often found in the work of big manufacturers. Here to push stereotypes and limitations, Grip's drive is to produce a glove with cool colors and designs that won't break the bank. With comfort and quality as key motivators, the family affair is constantly working on the next more innovative and improved glove. Get a grip on life, join the Gripped movement, because no one wants a bland glove. Check them out today at griptgloves.com. that's G-R-I-P-T-Gloves.com, and use discount code DIGGINGDEEP10 to save at checkout. If you were to guess, on average, how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? Americans have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. And if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a licensed doctor in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free 2-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to getroman.com/digging for your free online visit and free 2-day shipping. That's getroman.com/digging for your free online visit and free 2-day shipping. We are also proud of our partnership with Factory 43. Factory 43 was born in 2007 making Nerf bars for the Suzuki LTR, Honda TRX 450R, and Yamaha's YFZ450. The brand soon added bumpers and grab bars and for years now has offered parts for all sport quads. The racer-owned company strives to offer a quality product that installs easy, looks good, and holds up over time. For 2020, Factory 43 is the aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing Honda team, providing riders like Joel Hetrick, Jeffrey Restrelli, Chris Boric, and Grayson Eller with the motocross and cross-country versions of their Evo Nerf bar and MX-style front bumpers. Head over to Factory43ATV.com to see their full line of products. Thanks to Factory 43. We are excited to dig deep with the support of Bikes, Trikes, and Quads, LLC. Celebrating their 10-year anniversary this May, the company was started by former racers selling three-wheeler parts out of a barn in upstate New York. Through hard work, accompanied by offering great service to their customers, BTQ LLC now has over 40,000 new and used parts in stock, but they haven't forgotten their roots, still offering used OEM parts for three-wheelers, dirt bikes, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Parts are in stock and ready to ship with delivery within three days, including free shipping on orders over $50. Use discount code ATVMX at www.btqllc.com for $10 off orders of $50 or more. We're grateful to have Bikes, Trikes, and Quads LLC digging deep with us. Support our industry's grassroots businesses. Thank you, BTQ LLC. The Decker Training Facility at County Line MX is now This premier motocross training compound is located in beautiful Fountain, Florida, about a 40-minute drive from Panama City Beach. Their rapidly growing facility consists of a pro-level national track, amateur and youth tracks, woods loop, and mountain bike trails. Everything you need to train comfortably all winter long is available on site, including private cabins, a full gym, RV hookups, bathhouses, garage, dump station, wash bays, and more. With accommodations for riders across the country and around the world, the Decker Training Facility will help you become the best rider you can be. Sign up for a group training session or a private lesson with nationally ranked pros. Train tougher, smarter, and harder this offseason at one of Florida's most luxurious facilities. For more information, go to DeckerTrainingFacility.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Decker Training Facility, your elite training experience.
2: We are proud to be partnered with Avocado Green Mattresses. We all know that sleep and rest are an important part of any athlete's routine. Avocado's line of natural mattresses and pillows provide exactly the support you need to ensure you perform at your best while doing the best for the planet. The Avocado Mattress offers zoned back support with an internal support unit, meaning whether you are recovering from a hard day of riding or relaxing on a Sunday morning, you will be experiencing next-level comfort. You can rest in peace knowing the components in your mattress and pillow are non-toxic, natural, and sustainably sourced. And getting your Avocado Green mattress could not be any easier. They offer a 100-night sleep trial, free shipping and return pickups, and a 25-year warranty. And if that wasn't enough, rest assured knowing they have 5-star ratings by verified customers including some of the Digging Deep staff. Step up your sleep game by visiting avocadomattress.com. Thanks for listening and remember
0: to support our partners. Now back to the show. Um, so I got a question that I wanted to ask you guys because both of you are, are obviously former national champions, graduates from the, the pro-am, pro-sport system. Um, so where do you guys fall or what's your opinion on the class structure now with the pro class, then the pro mod class? There's the pro stock class that you're in, Logan. And uh, and then the pro-am is now on Saturday with no pro involvement. So do you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, is this something that you wish would have been around for longer? Or, or what's your opinions on this?
4: Uh, I like the pro stock. Um, Me too, it for is, the record. I mean, it is Yamaha favored, but nobody can really – I mean I if I had a can am in a box still because those came stock with the fox floats, uh-huh. and they weren't extremely slow, I mean they kind of were but not terrible, but that would be my number one choice I think if i if I got into there, and yep, if, I wish I still had one, I think I know where one might be, but uh they're not coming off of it, so oh
0: yeah, okay,
4: I could have got a hold of that maybe, but uh pro stock I think's awesome, Yep. Um, Along with the, I think whatever the amateur stock one is, just yep. so, I mean you can go get a new Yamaha or any other. St- I, I think the most expensive at this point would be the Yamaha at probably what eight nine thousand brand new out the yeah, door.
0: Yeah. Whatever it is, and
4: so and just, just kind f- of like go the LTR a couple thousand dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it brings it, it, it. the rider. It, I think that's the coolest part. It shows how much rider's feel there is.
0: I love that because there's like, there's types of car racing where everybody's in a spec car where the, everything is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is the four wheeler version of everybody being on a pretty stock machine. I just think that that's so cool. And then to have you guys like you, Logan, um, in that class showing how fast you guys can go, how good uh, of racing that creates and, uh, to show people that, Hey, we don't need to spend a ton of money. We can pretty much go do everything we do on our race bikes and run pretty fast lap times. Like it's just setting a great precedent for the sport. And now to see how big the class has got in just one year of having it. Um, I think that that should hopefully pay big dividends along the down the road because the class being full of Yamahas is a good thing for, um, for us. Cause hopefully, I mean, it might be a, a long shot, but hopefully another factory sees it and sees people getting involved and in buying Yamahas. And I mean, that's a, that's a good thing for all of us.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. You know um, I think Honda would be the next one for sure. Um, but I think like, like you were saying, if Yamaha showed all these great numbers increasing from the aTV market, I think Honda would maybe jump on it. Um, I'm sure they'd come out with a fuel injection um, or if
0: be... or if anything is going to push Honda to do that, it's this exactly
3: yes, yes i I totally agree, and I think uh, Honda needs to come out with a new quad. just the technology on the Yamaha is is pretty crazy at what you can keep doing,
0: and they just keep finding new stuff with it every year it's better it's a better machine every year yeah i totally agree uh
4: at first with the stock class everybody kind of criticized it for the for it being yamaha favored but if you really think about it it's an attention grabber
0: absolutely it it
4: is all these other factors attention possibly Mm -hmm. we hope i think i think it would I know the sport market's not huge, but I feel like it's kind of like a we're looping back to the early yep, to late 2000s when all the factories went. Because I think, I think it was about early 2000s, we saw the hybrid explode again.
0: Exactly. Yep, and we're kind of on that same cycle.
4: Yeah, so the hybrids are coming. These factories are going to be – maybe they'll be like, okay, they've now made their version of how it can be the best. Now let's take that and make it
0: with our yeah and the one thing is is yamaha has taken notice of it because um you know there's yamaha involvement there's actually yamaha corporate people at some of these races that were at georgia like there's yamaha involvement yamaha clearly has prioritized um atv racing i mean i don't want to i mean shameless plug here but they sponsor this podcast like honda doesn't know that this exists but yamaha is sponsoring it so i mean that's a really cool thing for me. Like if I could just up and change my whole program to Yamaha's right now, I would, and my next move is going to be, I mean, I'm going to get in that, in that, Pro stock class, just because it looks like such a ball, like it looks like a blast. So um, I just uh, involvement across the board. I think that it's going to get better and better. I'll ask you, um, Logan, too. How do you feel about all this class structure? I mean, obviously, you're you're pro for the the stock class, like you're all for that. Um, is this something that you wish that they always had? Like, because I was a little worried, um, and I haven't got a ton of people's opinions on this because I haven't got the chance to ask a ton of people. But I was worried in the preseason, like last year, we did all this good stuff to have the pro stock class implement all that and then i was like well why are we going to have a pro mod class it's kind of like the exact opposite of pro stock like instead of having a class where we can run stuff right off the showroom floor now you're going to tell people go build this machine for x amount of money with a dirt bike motor because that's what you're going to have as a hybrid in the in the open class um but to have the classes come out and see that uh, that the pro stock class is the one that's really thriving and the pro mod class. I mean, it kind of looks like, it kind of looks like pro sport, right? Like it kind of looks the same. So um, I guess long winded there, but how do you feel about all this structure?
3: Yeah, I agree with you. It's like a, it's like a longer pro sport. Um, I feel like they almost just made it a couple laps longer and renamed it. Yep. Um, so I don't know if they really added a class or took away a class. Um, I guess you could consider it adding because normally you would run like 450A and uh, Pro Sport. That's what I did. Yep. Um, so you wouldn't be able to do that if you. Well, yeah. I mean, you could, but
0: but now you'd now yeah. you'd run pro am because pro am, I mean, is always going to be pro am, but it's a little different because there's no pros in it now where right, it's on Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like maybe as the pro mod thing becomes like, it's been around for longer, maybe more people run that as well. But I do think it's cool. I do like the idea for like the kids, like you're seeing now. Um, Cause like when I moved up to, well, I guess I don't, it wasn't right away when I was in pro am, but I mean, there was years in pro am where I had to race, five pros like good pros now you run pro-am and it's kind of still a stepping stone instead of going straight to like hey i need to race jeffrey rostrelli or ronnie higgerson or whatever like i had to do back in the day
3: yeah that's how my first year was in uh, pro-am i had to race some pros i i think i might have i raced parker uh we yep um hayden was a pro at the time i believe um I think that might have been it in the pro am class. Okay. Uh, West Lewis. West, West, West Lewis. Lewis yep.
5: There.
3: Um so I think I think it helps with the stepping stones. You know, you're racing these guys. These guys race the pro class, so you're kind of getting the you're getting the experience but you're not cuz you got 15 other of those guys with you still. Yeah. But you're still riding around and he's going to have these different lines and it's just a just a process you I think they should be allowed in there.
0: For sure. Yeah. I, I just think, uh, I guess I would say as a whole that the class structure is better than I thought it was going to be. And the overlying thing for me is that the pro stock class is is thriving. So um, yeah. And good for team Yamaha. So <laughs> um, yeah, the,
3: yeah, I think the stock class is just getting huge now, even at uh, Georgia, there was uh, a KTM that ripped a start. You don't see many of those there.
0: There was two of them KT- in the class.
3: There was two. Yeah, of them. there was a KTM. A, there was even a couple of Hondas. There's still um, is. yeah, a couple Can-Am. Hondas,
0: Can-Am. Yep. I think people
3: are starting to spread the variety out. It's a huge Yamaha class, but I think other
0: people are kind of seeing like, okay, you know, let's go try this. How surprised were we that Joel Hadrick was in that class? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah, I it. I heard rumors he was coming. I mean, okay. I wasn't
3: happy, you know. Yeah, he's just—he's he's an animal on on a bike, and so I was just kind of curious on what he was gonna ride and. Right. Um, I figured it was gonna be an LTR because I knew they wouldn't do a Yamaha. Right. Okay. So I, LTR is kind of like the the closest thing to that. Um, awesome bikes—they're just so expensive to maintain. Um. That's just what I've learned from uh, Myers having one and being around it. They're just because he raced one in uh, when he raced 450A. Yep, yeah, it was kind of neat seeing all the stuff that goes on with the Suzuki too.
0: Oh, sick bikes! But yeah, you can't you can't afford to keep them running. The the parts are so darn expensive.
3: (laughs) Yep,
4: yeah, kind of like with Logan. I heard I heard the rumors, and I I thought I saw it in the trailer when I rode by. (laughs) <laughs> okay but, you know, kind of had the door shut i'm like no i really look like an ltr i was like maybe it's me i don't know yeah and then sunday rolled and i saw him he I, I first saw him he walked out of his trailer and he had an 88 jersey i'm like yep he's racing <laughs> yeah and, uh, it was cool to see uh they disguised the ltr pretty good <laughs> all that red but,
0: right uh, right yeah that so, was uh that
4: kind of goes back to the thing i mean that thing is a tank and Joel wrote it. Like it was something light.
0: Oh, he he's a monster moving
4: around on that track with it.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was just blown away that, that that whole deal happened. So, um, cause I hadn't heard anything leading up to it. I had thought, honestly, I had thought that, uh, if anybody was really lobbying for the pro mod class, I was thinking that Phoenix Honda was going to be one of the people lobbying for it. So I thought maybe you were going to see him in the pro mod class, if anything, but uh, no, I mean, I love, love seeing him in there. I mean, like, like we were talking about that whole class is so fast. The racing is, is awesome. And uh, I mean, if you wouldn't, if they didn't hear, or I'm sorry, if they didn't sound so different, the uh, you'd never know that, that it was all stock stockers because everybody's racing so damn hard
4: yeah you can always yeah. tell when the stock class goes because it gets so quiet at the race it's you like can, oh there they you, are they're you, out. Can,
0: you can hear the tires over the pipes it's crazy the tires
4: and then the backfiring uh-huh. you know, backfire when they are getting <laughs> they're getting road
0: uh-huh yeah yeah, I love it. So, um, all right, guys. So this weekend coming up is Sunset Ridge. Illinois is a neighbor uh state of of both your state and mine. Um, so it's a home race for for all three of us. How are you guys feeling kind of going into the weekend? Um, and I guess like uh, I'll wait so how are you guys feeling Brogan you can start us off how are you feeling going into this weekend I'm sure you got to be feeling good now that uh kind of worked the bugs out of that bike and, and feel like you can kind of show what you're capable of
4: yeah Tim's uh Tim's put a lot of dyno time this week he said he's got it ready so i I put all my trust in him so I'm hoping we get there I've got a fully ready bike to go and uh really really good coming this round it was nice to be home i think that's going to be a big help i haven't been home since january so oh, yeah. being home uh just kind of getting back into the swing of things with uh it's not going to be too hot we're going to have a little heat but nothing crazy but uh heat heat really hasn't got to us now since we we're in texas so uh as long as it's nothing crazy i think we'll be good and i'm i'm always a fan of sunset i like the rough yep. So
0: yeah, I don't think you got to worry. Don't think you got to worry too much about heat. I think you might need to worry about rain.
4: I, uh, you know, I try to avoid looking at the weather. So do so I. But
0: yeah, people are talking I, I about like it left, left and right.
4: Before, I'm like, okay, let's see what maybe it's saying right now.
0: Yeah, somebody, somebody was even brought it up to me today, and I had, I was doing the same thing you were doing. I was like, dude, it's like five days away. They don't know what they're talking about. Like, no, yeah. it'll
4: clear. You, we, the weather up here, it'll, it'll change.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh great to hear. Logan, how are you uh how are you feeling heading into sunset? Feeling pretty good. Um I've been just
3: grinding away here. Uh, we're back in Peru too. We've been me and Brogan have been going to the track together and riding and motoring. Um
0: we where have you nice been in. where have you been riding?
3: Uh we ride at hang time at one oh, of the yeah. Reeds track and then uh leisure time MX. Yep. Uh, we ride there. Those are the two main tracks we go to. Leisure time is a good sandy track, so I think that'll help.
0: Kind of the best of both worlds there, right? Because leisure time sandy, and hang time is uh, hard packed. Uh, yeah, it. Yep. it was
3: super, super hard today. Um, we went out and rode at hang time, and it was just like riding on concrete today. So we're getting a little mixed up. You know, Sunset has that. You got some corners that are slick into the sand, and you drive into them and then some that are just rutted to death from the sand. So, yep. I think mixing it up is going to help. Um, try to go back and forth, but I think we're ready.
0: Yeah, and your body's feeling good after uh, after last weekend?
3: Yeah, my hip was a little sore. Um, I think I had, like, a deep bruise on it or something from hitting it. But I've been road biking, just trying to work it out, and I feel great right now. Awesome. So I think i think we're ready i've just been kind of i'm in shape i'm i'm good for the heat from being in texas so we've been kind of taking it easy and just going um just keeping myself there pretty much maintaining
0: it yeah that's what i like to hear um yeah and it uh, it should be i mean this is a different racetrack than what we've been on so far what you guys have been on so far so i think that uh think It could kind of lend itself to some different guys, and uh, yeah, hopefully, season best for both of you. Um, so, do you guys you kind of talked about the sand hard pack stuff a little bit? Do you guys prefer hard packed because that's more of like what you come from or in that area, or do you? I guess you do have you talked about leisure time being a sand pit, but uh, I mean, what does the area there like has it shaped you as a rider, or are you not partial either of you to hard packed or um, or sand? I don't,
3: I don't know if it would – I feel like there's a lot of varieties of dirt like around here, which sounds crazy. Because um, we have – I mean, the sand, we have clay, um, limestone. You go to some tracks and there's limestone everywhere, and that gets hard. That gets really hard.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: Um, so, I think it kind of mixes it up. And with me, I rode in uh, Tennessee forever. That's hard pack. And um, if we water and groom it real good, it gets rough. And then same with Florida, I rode in sand forever. So
0: I prefer the sand, though. That's my favorite. And, Brogan, you said that you like stuff getting rough, too.
4: Yeah, I do like rough tracks, which sounds weird because I'm smaller than most.
0: I wondered but, that when you said it, yeah.
4: Um, but then kind of at the same time, the last couple of years, uh, when I spent, I think it was 2017 with Joel. Or No, it might have been 2018. Um, we rode a lot of hard packs Back in Pennsylvania. Sure. Um, yep. This that I feel like that year was the year I learned how to ride hard pack. Similar to Joel, I don't have it down quite as fast yet. <laughs> but um, just watching how he does it, so I've kind of come accustomed to liking the hard pack too. Sure. But uh, at the end of the day, I do rough sand is probably my favorite.
0: Okay. Well, that's uh, that's good then, because that's what you got yeah. coming up this weekend. Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, awesome stuff there. Stoked to just to stoked to get you guys on because when I was a younger pro, um, I mean, I would have loved to have the, have the platform, the opportunity to voice kind of my outlook and view on things. So stoked to, to give people a chance to learn more about you guys, kind of learn some of your personality and, uh, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just awesome to hear from you both. Logan, last thing for you, give us one thing that people may not know about you or, or some look into your life, something that, uh, something for people to remember you by.
3: Oh, um, I used to be pretty decent at soccer. I got a, uh, coming out of high school, I got a, um, a scholarship offer for a college in Michigan and I thought about it, but I felt like this was like, what I wanted to do is raise. So, that's what I chose.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You're obviously, uh, I think, pretty early on in your pro career. You're proving that to be the, the, the right decision. Brogan, um, give, us, give us one thing for, uh, for our listeners to, to remember you by or something they don't know about you.
4: Oh, man. Kind of like with Logan, we both did the soccer thing, and I did track. But uh, I think a big thing we both do at home, we are big boaters.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. Boaters.
0: Okay. So yeah, is that, that a, is the
3: most exciting thing for us to come home? Because we could go boat.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, I'll get, go we'll ahead. get
3: the boat ready if we only get an hour on the lake. We don't care. Oh, yeah. We're out we'll, there. We'll be out there.
0: Is it like a good area for it or what's the gig?
3: Not necessarily. Um, we love to <laughs> surf and wakeboard. Okay. That's what we just kind of go out there and relax and be on the water. That's our favorite um, thing to do. Probably.
4: We're really. Really down or like tired after motos, and we don't want to do like a you know 20 mile road bike or some cra I mean, even it's kind of crazy how much uh back and legs we use when we wakeboard or wake surf. So, sure, yeah, kind of like a, it's an alternative when when we're you know, our bodies are like hey, you know, chill out a little. So, that's I think that's one of our biggest uh, biggest pastimes outside of racing. For I sure. see.
0: I see finding a, finding a fun way to, uh, you know, give yourself some recovery time. I like it. Uh, yeah, guys, awesome stuff. Appreciate you guys giving us the time and, uh, and coming on and talking to us. I think uh, both of you guys are in a great headspace, great, uh, you know, kind of great position heading into to sunset Ridge. So I'm wishing you both all the best good luck this weekend and, uh, we'll see you down there and thank you so much again for, uh, for your time for coming on
3: yeah thanks for having us we i think everybody appreciates you having this show um and doing all this Because, um, like like you said this is something that you wish you would have had so it's pretty neat to see somebody giving it back to the the rookies and the and the vets in the pro class
0: yeah I appreciate it obviously uh we work our tails off um there's a lot of days where i I don't know how we fit it in but yeah i mean I like like i that's kind of some of my motivation is like I like to think that we can make the fan more educated and the more educated the fan is the more they care about the racing so for either of you like they could look on paper and Brogan Geyer is just a 14th place guy because he's 14th place in points and that's not really accurate so you try to you try to educate them on what's going on or Logan, like you didn't have a 16th in the first moto. Like, yeah, you finished 16th, but you were running sixth. So like just the more educated I can make the fan. And yeah, like, I mean, all those guys, it doesn't matter if you're winning or losing, like everybody's got good stories to tell or, or, or like, I don't know. Like there's just, there's always, you guys are all deserved of the, of the credit. So I, I, I appreciate well, you. that that you uh that you kind of realize what we're doing there. But yeah, like we're trying to do something cool for the sport. And uh I mean, we've had countless guys on from the very top down, from Joel and Thomas and Chad and all those guys saying that there's more buzz kind of surrounding the sport than ever before. And if we have a small small kind of part in that then uh then we're doing something right so i uh, again i appreciate it you too brogan i appreciate you coming on and you've been uh, you obviously have valued getting on here because you've wanted to do it for a while so um I, again both of you i just can't thank you enough for for your time and, and willingness to spend an hour with me here
4: no yeah absolutely i appreciate it you, you beat me to it i was gonna say that i mean we have grabbed the attention of the bike world i think also I I still think that's the best part so far. I loved those couple episodes. So
0: actually just today or yesterday, that one episode, um, the first one that we did talking about all that stuff became our biggest episode. It surpassed Chad's, and, uh, yeah, like, you know, we've been around for almost exactly a year now. I think it's been like 53 weeks. since We did our very first episode and, uh, we've making some pretty serious waves and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's cool. And hopefully you guys as riders, as pro riders are the ones that are able to benefit, um, it the most, like that's the goal. So, uh, again, guys, thank you so much. And, uh, we'll have to get you back on here, do something special this weekend and, uh, we'll get you back on here soon. All right. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks so much, guys. Great conversation there. Pumped to get those guys some exposure. And we'll see how the racing goes at sunset. But I have some different ideas for the show next week. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. And as always, be sure to let us know what you like and don't like about what we're doing. Thanks to our guests tonight, Logan Stanfield and Brogan Geyer. Appreciate it. Thanks to those guys for their time. Thanks as well to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, who always finds time to fit the podcast into his busy schedule. Thanks, Dallas. Couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks to Brooke for everything that she does for the podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, of course CST Tires, Yamaha. Thanks to Blue Crew. Valvoline, SSI decals, DID Racing Chain, Wienan Motorsports, the Decker Training Facility, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV components, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, FourWorks Carbon, DP Brakes, Gripped Gloves, Blender's Eyewear, Mountaineer Brand, Avocado Green Mattress, Roman Health, Factory 43, and Bikes, Strikes and Quads, LLC. Support the brands that support our show, and don't forget to use those codes to save. You can find all of our episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links and discount codes, our show merchandise, and more all on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com. So check that out today. The show is available to anyone and everyone, whether on DiggingDeepATVMX.com or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Basically, wherever you find podcasts, you will find the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Show your support by wearing our apparel. By now, you've probably seen our line of Digging Deep shirts and hoodies. Purchase on our website today with free shipping and all proceeds going directly towards constant growth and improvement of the show. Thanks for all the support and for wanting to represent what we're doing. We're really proud of our gear. If you enjoy the show, we encourage you to donate via Patreon if it suits you. Simply visit our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, and click the support on Patreon button. This contribution will help prompt continued growth and improvement of the show, and perks will be available to those who contribute, including hearing your name on the show. So we greatly appreciate the support. Want to be part of a show like this? Call us, guys. Call us with your questions topic suggestions, business inquiries, a rant, or anything else you just want to make known, that number is 920-569-3519. That's 920-569-3519. Call us and we'll play your message on the show. Do it now. Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional behind-the-scenes content and insider info leading up to and at the races. You know I love the screenshots showing that you're listening, so send those in, and I promise to keep sharing them. It's a simple and effective way to help spread the word. Next up is Sunset Ridge. Chad Weenan and Joel Hetrick have flip-flopped winning this event every year for the past five or six years. So let's go racing, watch them duke it out, and then we'll come back to talk about it. And also, I wanted to mention two things of note. We're bummed to report that this year's Quad Cross of Nations has been canceled. We love that event, but glad no riders have to risk all the travel and exposure there. And also, two dates for the ATV Motocross National Championship have been tweaked. Loretta's is now scheduled for August 22nd and 23rd, and South of the Border is scheduled for October 3rd and 4th. So make note of that that be sure to subscribe to the show give us a rating tell your friends share our posts wear our shirts and hoodies it'll help spread the word about us while helping grow the sport that we love with that for logan stanfield brogan Geyer, dallas jansen brooke katherine and i'm your host cody jansen thanks for listening to the number one podcast in atv racing a million downloads and counting until next time thanks for joining us and digging deep with the stars of atv motocross
2: guys were hauling at for
4: real i remember watching doug gus i don't know who it was steel city running the same times friday afternoon as james stewart was on sunday back then at steel city
2: i, I, I would need to check this out I, I, i'm dead
4: serious it was mental i've never seen quads go that fast
2: <laughs> it's not easy steve it's not easy listen jb <laughs> no, it's, it's not easy. i don't want to hear quads are freaking marvelous.
1: you don't like too big red then. what the <laughs> like